Welcome back to the Boats and Does podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Tyler. This week we're going to talk about ducks. If you uh, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you saw that we had a. Uh, so where we hunt's not necessarily the best duck hunting in the world. No, but it's definitely not the best duck hunting in the world. <laughs> so we had a. I mean, we had a limit of mallards in our hand. We missed it by one duck. Yep, I. Uh it was all. It was my fault. Technical, I wasn't going to give him a reason. <laughs> I wasn't going to give him a reason. I was just going to tell him, you know, we we missed it by. Uh, I messed up with my shotgun. We I'll missed it by it. a few <laughs> inches, and then uh, we probably had a. We decoyed probably a limit of wood ducks that morning early. Yeah, uh, we decoyed them a little too far. Yeah, I mean, um, and then I shot one, and he should have. Fo- I mean, like it looked like I folded him because I mean there were feathers everywhere, and he was only like fifteen feet. Like he was close. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. That blew my mind. I have no idea why or how what happened. Um, so we had a pretty good hunt. Probably one of our better hunts. Best hunt so far. Yeah, yeah. Probably one of our better hunts since we've we've went down this road. So first, we want to talk about how we got into uh, duck hunting. Um, I was always anti duck hunting because I know how bad the duck hunting is here. Yep, and I begged for like three i wouldn't say i necessarily begged but i like dropped you, hints yeah you were dropping hints hard for like probably three years yeah and i was like no nah, the duck hunting here sucks that's i'm not gonna waste my money on that because it's expensive it is it's not cheap at all um what do you think the most expensive part of duck hunting is the boat you think so yes for no good reason yeah I you mean, can do it cheap but like i mean you can buy a 2200 john boat and like be out there yeah most days that it doesn't break down right <laughs> if you want something that most of the time you're not going to have to work on you can get up early that morning jump in it drag it to the boat drag it to the to the ramp and take off and not have to worry about it it's not cheap well like i quoted a brand new uh insert duck brand duck boat brand here i'm not gonna like bash on anybody but so a 16 foot like dedicated like duck boat brand right yep so there's like probably 10 or 15 brands out there that just make duck boats yep twenty three thousand dollars for yeah for a 16 footer for a 16 foot boat with what motor like uh tahatsu 40 or something yeah okay so like a four thousand dollar motor uh no it's like a tahatsu 40 i think is like right at eight really? so seven or eight yeah it's a little more expensive than i thought they were well motors have went up that's part of the problem yeah well yeah um but yeah, I mean, just like, how do you bite that off? Like, I I could technically afford that. I mean, you can make yourself afford almost anything. But, like, I spent less than half that, right? Bought a 2017 boat with 60 hours on it. Yeah, well, that's where doing your research comes into play and not having to have the most expensive stuff. And you know what? I think I like that boat more. I think so, too. I yep. love that boat. It sets up perfect. Dude, it's so good. I can fish out of it. I can hunt out of it. I can catfish. I can striper fish. I can fly fish. It doesn't matter. I can do it. Is it perfect for any of it? It's probably most perfect for duck hunting. But it does everything else. But it does everything else. And, you know, when you are when you try to travel as much as like we do to hunt, like it's important to be frugal, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about decoys for a minute. Well, that's another thing I was going to say, right? Duck hunters are super bougie. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Duck hunting gear is expensive because everybody knows they're going to pay it. Everybody wants the best, like... Now, we have... We've got Cabela's decoys. Cabela's and Game Winner from Academy. Yeah, I mean, we got cheap. We got one set of... We got six Avian X decoys that you bought me for Christmas. Yep. And that was because they were out of the Game Winners. I bit the bullet and bought... Yeah, you bought me. I spent extra money. You bought me some teal. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and I bought you a duck butt that year, which was Lucky Duck. Lucky Duck brand. So nice. The the seven things we have that are nice. Yeah. Everything else is the cheapest rigging we can get. Yeah. Cheapest set of decoys we can get. Yeah, man. But we're out here doing it. Yeah. And And, I mean, we're. I'm gonna be honest with you. Of the three groups, the only group that so there were three groups on the river that we could hear shooting. Like, definitively, three different places were killing birds. Yep. And of those three, there was only one that was probably shooting as much as us. Yeah. And there was a lot of geese over in that area, too, though. Yeah, I think they blasted some geese. Yeah, I, I think they were working a lot of geese. But, I mean, we were, for early season, as open water as that is, they say, you know, open water's not as good this time of year. Yeah, I don't know, man. I After... After me going in there Friday evening and seeing all those birds, I figured, like, something had to come through there that morning. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just – it's one of those things. Like, the barrier to entry is social media nine times out of ten. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You got to have this. You got to have that. You ain't got to have nothing. You you know you can go kill ducks without decoys. You got to have – a license and a shotgun and a shotgun. <laughs> That's the two things you have to have to go hunt ducks. If you go find somewhere and access is tough, right? Cause like around here, we don't necessarily have walk-in access. We, we do. We do though. Like, but like most of the, if you get away from Charlotte convenient to us, we don't necessarily have, yeah, yeah. but if you, if you get 45 minutes an hour away, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You got walk-in impoundments on game lands to like, Say you go to the Yatkin chain, most of the land on the Yatkin chain is game lands that surrounds the lakes, minus yep. the little bit that's got houses on it. Yep. So, so like you can. You could walk in there and jump shoot ducks if you really wanted to. Yep. Now, I don't I don't know how much success you'll find, but like I guarantee there's wood ducks sitting in those those like flooded timber sections. Gotta be. But I mean you have to you have to have a license and your duck stamp and a shotgun. You don't necessarily need a call or decoys. If you go find where those ducks are or where they want to be and just go sit, you'll see ducks. You may not see a ton. Being being still and being hidden are like your two best friends. Oh, yeah. They're like turkeys. They can see like the smallest amount of color that's not natural or anything. They're but I think, I think the whole like got to have this, got to have that, got to have this, like duck boat, duck blonde, this, that, and the other – I really don't think I want a duck blind. No, I don't think we need it. I mean, well, we got up in a tree. I will say I'll have one just for when we go like hunt flooded timber, like yeah, yeah, on yeah. the Mississippi or whatever. But it's like here. Yeah, no, we don't need it here. Spend it. Spend forty five minutes hiding the boat and then walk yeah. away from it and hunt away from it. Yeah, get up a little bit earlier. Like we got in there, we were a the only extra early. We were on. We were the only boat on the lake. At that time. At yeah. that at that time. So we were a little extra early, but we got there early. We Man, hit we the raced boat. all them boats back there though. You know, we had to <laughs> we had to beat all those other duck hunters out of there with a fly swatter. We got at, we got back there, hid the boat, got set up in a tree, 
brushed the tree up a little bit with some stuff laying around and did just fine. I will everything. say, I will say, I think the most important piece of gear that we didn't have in the boat and that will, will be in the boat next time. Face paint. Um, I mean, that would help, but, uh, <laughs> no, a saw. Oh yeah. Yeah. A little hand saw. A little $9 saw would have made a world of difference. We could have brushed in so much more instead of having to like break limbs and do all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. We could have done a lot better. Um, no, we, we, we killed some birds, which is good. Cause last year we hunted all season and we shot one wood duck Yep. on the last day of season. Yep. So yeah, that's like, so shotgun license, duck stamp, that's what you need to duck hunt. Yep. Um, and you can hunt, you can go by at Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops right now. They have the big spread of mallards. It's a dozen for like forty nine ninety nine or fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, like 12 decoys. Or you go get a, a six pack of woodies and get back in some like back pockets of creeks that kind of not necessarily flooded timber, but it's marshy and you'll have a ball. Let's talk about the misinformation of duck hunting. what it's all misinformation yeah so like (laughs) you can read four different articles like let's talk about wood ducks in particular okay right you can you can read four different articles about wood ducks yep like one guy says you can't decoy wood ducks don't even try just shoot them passing when they're working just pass shoot them when they're working um, another guy says, oh yeah, I decoy wood ducks all the time. One guy says, oh, they love movement in the water, but hate spinners. Another guy says, oh, wood ducks love spinners. Like all you got to like duck hunting, you got to figure out what works for you. Yep. And then that's what you do. You form your own opinion. That feels like if you, it's like fishing, right? If yeah. you have confidence in it, but nobody else does, it doesn't matter. If you have confidence in it and it works for you, don't change it. Like that call that we figured out to get birds to come in. Oh, I'm not telling anybody. It's no. not. We're not saying that on here, but that was wild. Yeah, I would have no. never guessed. I mean, every time we did it, it was like birds just fell out of the sky. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It was really foggy, too. So, like, we didn't even know the birds were there. And then just all of a sudden, it was like, boom, birds in the decoys. Yeah. So, like, little stuff like that that you just try and you figure out. And then, like, I mean, there's, you know, I'm not going to tell you my secrets. Well, it's I, oh god! Now that we brought it up, I compare it so much to bass fishing. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like that special jig I have. Yeah, like I don't tell anybody about that. No, but I've, you got to like pick up on the little keys, yeah. figure out why certain things are doing. Like, it doesn't even have to make sense. You just have to figure out that it works, and then just yeah. keep doing it. Like, hey, we do this, ducks show up. You know what? We're gonna keep doing that. Yeah, um, I will say. I find a a lot more enjoyment in hunting an animal that is a challenge to interact with. Yes. Like hunting a turkey, he gobbles, you're playing a chess match. Well, you're like communicating with him. Yeah. You're, you're trying to like, you are actively engaged that animal trying to get him. It's more of a game. Yeah. With a deer, you find sign, you you set up some trail cams, you kind of get a pattern down. Like, it's still a game. Yeah. But the game's different, right? Yeah, you're kind of trying to intercept him on his pattern instead of making him do what you want to do. Right. Like, you don't go sit 
in the deer stand and blow a grunt call and bleats like all day long. You can during the rut because it's like efficient, but if you go like opening weekend and yeah. are blowing grunt calls and snort wheezes and whatever, you're, you're not going to see deer. No, you're not going to see a single deer. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. There's just something about that. And then like you add in the work in a dog. Now Nash was a complete idiot this weekend, but you know, he's, he's a pup. So, um, but like you add in working a dog and like the hunt me and had me and Nash had together Friday when you went to the rodeo, like it's just me and my dog. Yeah. And didn't really care. I I shot at one duck and missed him. Yeah. We decoyed a bunch of ducks. Like we had fun. After I shot, he tightened up. Like his best hunt was Friday evening when it was just me there. When he realized what he was there for. Yeah. And then Saturday, dude, he was so freaking tired. Like, well, yeah. Well, we, he was so amped up because we shot so much that morning. Oh, and dude, already we, had three birds. He was like, we blew this guy out. Yeah. He was, he was amped. He was ready for more. So, um, no, I think, you know, next year is going to be Nash's like premiere season. Yeah. 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 So I would recommend, so duck hunting is fun and fine by yourself, right? Um, it's an expensive hobby to get into by yourself. So don't get caught up in like the best thing to do is find a friend because then you can split that cost. Right. Yep. Um, but, and don't get caught up in like, oh, you get on all these like duck call and, oh God, you don't need, you don't need a $400 duck call. You don't need a limited edition RNT. Are they cool to look at? Yeah. Honestly, Tyler won one in a raffle. I'm not all that impressed. No, not really. I, I have a one of 50 rich and tone and it will never leave that box. Yeah. Like I mean, it's up for trade right now. Like it's cool to, it's cool to have, but me and him both blew it and we were like, oh, I don't know. No, we're, we're both running. We're like, running Buck Garner, like $40 Mallard calls. Yeah. Um, I don't even think mine was that much. My most expensive call I have right now is my goose call. Yeah. My goose, like my goose call 60 is 70, bucks. 68 bucks or something. Yeah. Um, but it's a zinc. We both have the same one. And I it was one of the cheaper ones. Like it, goose calls are expensive so yeah i mean like and everybody says like that's the goose call to get for a first timer yep. um i will say with resident goose like if you're gonna get into something that's not a bad thing to get into you no but goose is the decoys goose gear is super expensive yeah it is if you want to get into like migratory Prob- waterfowl proper like goose gear yeah it's expensive. yeah goose is goose is <laughs> ducks a lot cheaper but ducks not cheap either yeah but don't get like a don't lot get, of guys when they're trying to find somebody to get into it with, they're like, oh, I know guys that duck hunt, but they're also like secretive, right? Because it's like a fishing thing. They don't want to take you to their spots. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. Don't get caught up in that. Go by yourself. Find your spot. Start killing ducks and watch what happens. Yeah. Everybody's going to start calling you wanting to go hunt. <laughs> Man, how many after after those pictures, did you get a phone call? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple messages and I'm like, dude, we put in the work. Like I got I got a phone call or not a phone call. I got a text message from somebody who last year said it was worthless to waste our time duck hunting out here that there wasn't even ducks here. Yeah. And here we go opening weekend. We got ducks on the ground. They're like, Hey, so uh when you the, want when you wanna go. Yeah, when the when the short season opens, y'all uh y'all wanna go? 
Yeah, I don't know, man. There's something to be said about just you and a buddy just getting after it and then just like posting up and letting the letting the pictures do the talking. Well, it's nice to do like your research and find out other people's opinions, but then when we put our heads together, make it work, figure out what works for us and learn for us. Dude, ourselves. I'm telling you what, that one call is not leaving my hand the rest of the season. No, 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 no. Never will. No, I mean, that one call is just, I'm, I'm going to blow that call until I turn blue in the face. That call will make you blue. <laughs> no. But yeah, like, uh, okay, let's let's talk about a, a basic starter call lanyard. So I would do a double read mallard so you can get one of those for like 20 or 30 bucks. Yeah, you can, get honestly, a, you can go get a, I want to say that you can get a two pack of Buck Gardeners at Bass Pro. Yeah, and it's a wood duck call and a double reed mallard, and it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and honestly, last year I ran the uh, duck commander wood duck call. Yep. It's like fifteen bucks. That's a good woody call too. Uh, there's a lot of guys that that do it for a living, like guides that yep. run their calls. I mean, it's ugly as sin, but it yeah. sounds good. Yep. Um, now I run like a little handmade wooden one that I bought at a show because I just thought it was cool. Yep. And it sounds good to you, but it, it does. It was only twenty or thirty bucks. Like it wasn't expensive either. And then um, if you're somewhere where like you want to start messing with geese, buy a goose call. But like around here, a wood duck and a mallard call will get you um, pretty much anything. And you can use a wood duck whistle to like finish mallards. Like a lot of people think you need a mallard whistle. You don't really need a mallard whistle. I don't think. Nope. And honestly, and, like if you do it right, you don't have to call. You don't have to finish them. We, how many groups did we have yesterday that as soon we as we knew they were coming, we shut up. As soon as they were cupped, we didn't say a word. No, like, that was it. We, you only like our opinion is, we blind call some to like let birds know that we're in the area in case there's some traveler because it's like tight. They stay low in the trees and it's tight, curvy around the river, so you can't see like ducks that are within earshot necessarily. Yeah, so it's like we do that, and then like once we see birds, if they're coming towards us, we don't call. Wingtips and tail feathers. Yep. If we see butts, we're calling. Yep. And that's once they start turning, we're we're done calling. We might do like a little feed and chatter or something, but like, yep. In the grand scheme of things, like you should not have to. You should have to call to get that bird to turn, and then that's it. Well, like yesterday, we had two groups of mallards work us, and I called when they swung to our left. And was circling. I hit him with a little bit of a like a non-excited greeting call. And then while they were behind us, I hit him with a short little feeder and then shut up. Here they come around to the right and cupped in. Yeah, they, they landed. Um, dude, we landed. We landed more birds than we shot before they hit the water. Yeah. Like we landed four groups of birds, yep. four or five groups of birds in a place that everybody says, oh, don't waste your time. Duck hunting sucks here. Yep. And I think the one thing that hurt us about our spot and why we didn't have as many birds as we should have, looking back now. I went in there and screwed that spot up the night before. Well, I don't even think that had anything to do with it. The water was low. Yeah. And it was, like, really, really shallow. And I think we should have had our decoys way out farther where the birds were landing. And so they would have landed between us and the decoys. Yeah, I agree. It's always weird in the dark, though. It's so hard to tell. Those decoys I thought were so far away. Yeah. And then when the sun come up, I was like, oh, <laughs> they're really close. Yeah. So I don't know, man. And like everybody says, oh, you need a choke. Man, I'm running a stock choke. Yeah. I'm, I think I have a modified in mine right I'm now. I'm running an expensive shotgun, but it's like I bought that shotgun 
seven years ago yeah. to hunt turkeys with, not to hunt ducks with. Well, that's I got my Stoger last year, the M3000 for Christmas. Yeah. And it's in Bottomland just because I like Bottomland. And sure. I got it. It holds three inch. It's chambered in three inch, so I can shoot ducks. I can shoot pigeons if I want to. Yeah. I took it for dove when it opened. Yeah. We can go for turkey. I can put a turkey choke in it. A 12 gauge is the most versatile gun that you'll ever have it in your is. arsenal. You can kill deer with it. You can. And like, I've got an 870 in the closet, and there are days where I just grab it instead of grabbing the brownie. Yep. Like, now mind you, I don't treat either one of them any differently. No, no, no. <laughs> you, used, you used the browning as a push pole yesterday. I did. Um, which, yet again, Browning, if you want a someone to, to test your product. Oh, he's a great torture tester. I'm the guy. I'm the guy to test your stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, like, I push-pulled the boat. I've paddled boats with both of them. Like, I really just, I bought the shotgun to use. Yep. What good is it to me if it just looks pretty? And, and honestly, though, like, all these guys get caught. What's the worst case, like? You use the shotgun as a push pole, okay? You get a little bit of dirt or mud or something in the chamber. Take, dip it in the water, rinse it out. Dude, I don't think I've cleaned that gun in the seven or eight years I've owned it. I think I've cleaned it once. Yeah, I mean. And I've hunted in the rain. I've hunted in the, like, dirt. I've used it as a walking stick during turkey season. I've beat it against trees. As long as your action cycles, it's good. And you know what? Like, I have so much confidence in that gun just doing its thing. I, I... well, it's funny, right? Because yesterday was my fault on that on that fourth bird we should have had. Um, I have no hesitation in how I treat that Stoger and it firing. Yeah, but it did click yesterday. Yeah. My fault, not the not the Stoger's fault. But right. we shot at that group. And you I never tamed it around. Well, no, I did. But what I what happened was I shot twice, and I didn't remember how many times I shot, so right. I slid it back to make sure the shell wasn't spent. And there was one in the chamber. Well, when I let it go, I just kind of slid it back forward and Uh-oh. it didn't lock. Gotcha. So then when those birds came in, you shot yours. I pulled up, had mine dead to rights, and it clicked. And I didn't think about the firing pin not resetting. So I just slammed the bolt forward the rest of the way Yeah. and tried to pull it again and then had to cycle it. And by that point, the bird was gone. But yeah, that is what it is. Man, we had some good shooting, though. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we had some we had some great shooting. We, we went through more shells. Uh, yesterday than we did all season last year man i bet them jokers thought we were they either thought we were missing a bunch or they thought we were on them i'm sure they were well you know how it is when you're hunting and everybody else is shooting you're like oh they're over there killing them yeah yeah (laughs) you know they probably thought we had two like limits of mallards limits of woodies they probably thought there was four people in that blind probably because there was a couple times we had that the the group of birds come in we shot and the one you hit the one the other one worked came back around i heard it reloaded <laughs> and shot again i know and he came in no that was the hen you shot right yeah because i i didn't even shoot that one i said i said tyler this one's yours and that freaking hen came in and just cupped up and it looked like it was floating yep i mean it sat perfectly still <laughs> tyler all he had to do was put the bead on it and pull the trigger and that thing died died dead as can be yep i can't believe how far those one birds were and like no issues. Nah, nah. I mean, they didn't go anywhere. We went and got them. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Duck hunting is duck hunting's great. It is an addiction that gets expensive. Um, we still keep it on the cheap, though, and you can if you really want to. You know. I mean, we're not shooting $45 boxes of shells. We're shooting 
I think those those kents that we killed the birds with yesterday were like nineteen ninety nine a box. Dude, I'm not buying I'm not buying black cloud or any of that stupid like TSS, crap. TTS, TTS. I'm not buying that to throw it at some ducks up in the air. Nope. Like steel is is just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like so many people just, which I get it. People are gear junkies. They like having the coolest shit, but. Well, don't get if you're looking to get into it or you have your own opinions about it, don't let other people's opinions deter you. Like you might completely disagree with things we're saying right now. And those things that we're saying right now work for us may never work for you. And you might think we're crazy, but whatever works for you, take it, run with it. I mean, in the end of the day, as long as you're killing ducks, it doesn't matter how you do it. Yeah, and go kill you a, a limit in a crappy place. Whatever you know what I really expected. Like normally when we go to that lake, it's like, dude, you're fighting off duck boats. I was surprised. We didn't have to wave off any yesterday. There were three groups on the lake. I don't think there were anybody there was anybody else hunting. Or if they no. were, they weren't on the X. Well it was also it was also just the weekend season. We'll see what happens when the short season opens. Yeah, I'm excited for the short season now. I'm here to tell you though. Three o'clock comes early. Three o'clock does come very early, especially when you're up late the night before. Yeah. Man, I didn't even I wasn't trying to bail on you um last night, but there was no way I couldn't even hold my eyes open. Yeah, it was I was I was I got there and was like, I don't even want to do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went three hunts in a row and I was like the evening hunt, like I know I can, we can go decoy some birds. I also know that I really don't feel like dealing with it. Dude, that's the other thing people don't necessarily understand until they get into it. Duck hunting is a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's time-consuming to go scout for birds. It is a pain in the butt to throw decoys every morning and pick them up and pick up birds and work a dog and like even if you don't have a dog then you got to walk out there and get the birds and it's like well we took it took us probably it took us an hour twice as long to get to our spot because of the fog i don't know i ran i ran pretty good though until we got back in there yeah once we got back in there it was it was choked up pretty good but then once we got there it probably took over an hour by the time we got the jerk string set up, hid the boat, had the rest of the decoys out, got brushed up. Dude, uh, that's another thing that's really expensive that people think they have to have is a mojo. We've never ran a mojo. We've never ran a mojo. Not good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with running a mojo. I mean, I would probably have one or two if they weren't $80, $90 a piece. Yeah, that's a lot of money to spend for one decoy. Yeah. You know what decoy I really want, just because I think it's kind of goofy and I want that little thing that spits water out of his butt. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's cool as can be. I, I don't know why. I mean, really, though, we could... All it is is a bilge pump and a piece of hose. Tyler's got it in his head that he can make anything that's on the on the shelf for motion decoys. Hey, I'm just saying, if I get this figured out, I can make Quakers way cheaper. Yeah. Well, I guess... What's your one tip for somebody wanting to get into duck hunting? Don't let naysayers deter you. Okay. If there is ducks there, get after them. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go in and – I mean, it's not Arkansas, right? 
It's not Mississippi. It's not. It's not a flyway. It doesn't matter. We kill birds. Yep. And if you see all your don't like if you go in and get a bird, two birds, something like that throughout the season, be super stoked about it. Don't like we had no inc- like no we hesitation to post our three birds yesterday, even though we have friends that post four and five man limits. Yeah, like uh and if we would have had more guns in the in the boat we'd have had more birds we'd have probably killed more birds because we worked them it's just like you can only do so much with six shells yeah especially the way we shoot (laughs) (laughs) my my one tip is don't do it um the bug bit me pretty good and you know now i've got a dog that's a pain in my butt and i've got love him to death but you know he's he's a pup right now so it's it's a lot we'll start modestly too don't jump in and have to buy everything right away Get you a half a dozen decoys. Yeah, get. Uh, I mean, those boys that we saw on the island the other day. They had half a dozen mallards out. Yeah, they had six or eight eight decoys. They probably bought them off Facebook Marketplace. Nothing wrong with that. And they had a deep V fishing boat that they probably already owned. And there was like four dudes out there just having a good time. Yep. Don't, and that's what we did last year. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, that's how you learn. And then you just build up. And you know, when time's right, you, yeah. You, buy a duck boat um and it's not also something like usually it doesn't just click for you and you get lucky you have to learn you have to go through the the grind to get it so going and spending thirty thousand dollars this year just to jump into duck hunting spending more money is not going to kill you more ducks it's not no there's no there's no denying that it helps oh it helps if you know what you're doing you have to use the gear properly our best day duck hunting we took half of our decoys yep Yep. And I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah. Like, if you're in a place where there's just thousands of mallards, like, maybe it makes sense to have six dozen mallards. Like, if they're dumping in that much and that's what they expect to see in a flooded timber hole, then, then yeah, like, that looks natural. What's the biggest group of ducks we saw yesterday? Seven? Yeah, yesterday, yeah. The night before, I watched, I watched a group of 20 probably take off. And I think we had 20 decoys out, maybe. Yep. Yeah, it's not, we're not hunting, we're not hunting big water in Arkansas or Louisiana that we got to have seven dozen decoys out and it looks natural. When ducks fly by and see four dozen decoys in the back of a pocket on Lake Wiley, they're like, ah! Man, you're not supposed to drop the lake name. It's a big lake. Yeah, it is. We're hunting the South Carolina side, by the way. It's a little more expensive, but yeah. The uh there's a lot of water on Lake Wiley we haven't touched yet. Yeah. There's a lot of it that's like pushy on legal. Like it's like that pocket I scouted on yeah. Thursday. If you set up on this specific little pinpoint, you're, you're gonna have, legal. You're gonna have a fight with the game warden, is what's gonna happen. Yeah, you're gonna have to stand there and justify why you're there and that you're gonna know the law. No if you're gonna get into waterfowl, migratory, anything, know the law. That's probably the most important thing, yeah. And know know that when the game warden shows up and You're, keyword win because they will stop you yeah it's it, you better be right know that you're right so when they show up already have the answers to their questions like i would go as far like the couple counties that we hunt in right they all have different um distance from houses and places of worship and yada 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 
I would go as far as to like print that out and put it in my boat. Like absolutely. And then just like when they show up, be like, here, here's my range finder. Yep. Here's a map. Here's everything you need to pull the calculations off. Yep. So that you know that I'm good. Because I know, you know that what? I'm good. When they show up to check you and you've done your due diligence and you have that information, if Even, you maybe make a slight mistake of like <laughs> you're on the wrong side of the county line, yeah, they're more willing to work with you because you at least tried to do it right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it. Um, to close this out, what's your, what's your most – what do you desire to do most with the meat that you brought home? Um, mm, I'm ex- I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a casserole of some sorts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. With I'm with a, of, a red duck breast. Well, yeah, but but think about it though. Duck's a little more greasy, so you treat it like sausage. I don't know. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll try it. You know, I'm I'm game. Yeah, I think a breakfast casserole is in my future. I'm I'm. I'm keeping it simple. I'm doing, uh, actually, I think tonight I'm supposed to cook it. Um, since I leave for Mississippi, I'm supposed to hang out with my wife. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to do like seared duck breast and then put it over um, a mushroom uh, risotto and put some Brussels sprouts on the side, some shaved Brussels, and put them in like a balsamic vinaigrette. That's That's what I'm doing. Sounds pretty good. All right. Well, this has been the Boats and Does Duck Podcast. Um, we're not. We're no longer just the Does Podcast. We finally got a boat again. Yep, we're back on the water. Yep, we got an Express DB16 with a Yamaha 40 on it. But um, we appreciate you guys listening, and we'll catch you next time.